Hello and welcome to the latest Back of the Nerve episode brought to you in association with Schroders. Alongside me as ever and back fully refreshed from his own mini winter break is my co-manager Julian Marr. Jules, welcome. Hello mate, how are you? Happy to be back from Sicily. Yes I am. <laughs> on um, on today's episode, alongside our usual performance review and a bit of an outlook for the week ahead, we're going to be briefly joined by AJ Bell Investments Director Ryan Hughes, who reveals a turnaround in his team's performance since he joined us in the studio back in November last year. Lucky for some. Um, however, before we quick we, before we kick off, a quick word from our sponsor. Uh, Schroders is a global investment manager whose purpose is to provide excellent investment performance through active decision making. And for more than two centuries, Schroders has evolved their understanding of markets, offering investment solutions across fixed income, equities, multi-asset and private markets. So um, then, Adam, 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 yes. I noticed I didn't get asked to read that out this week. I mean, should I read anything into that? I mean, how worried should I be? You know, have I offended them already? Yeah. No know. worries, no worries. I think it's, it's nice to mix it up. It's nice to mix up the Is tone it? of voice, Jules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's okay. what I say, tone of voice. That's, that's right. Yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah, so sometimes they need to... A man yeah. of the people versus... Man yeah, of the, the people. Slightly okay, posh okay. I'll, I'll, let's, let's just see if next week I'll get asked to read it there, shall we? I'll be on my best behaviour, I promise. <laughs> So on to game week 25, the much-anticipated double game week with four teams playing twice, most notably Liverpool and Manchester City. Would we be crushed by not uh, not having Haaland, who many, myself and co-manager, um, played the triple captain on? Or would And would we finally get our bench right? Well, let's break it down. Uh, versus the peer group average haul of 73 points, Botnav was firmly fourth quarter for the week with a return of just 55 points, equating to a game week rank of 9.6 million in the world. Um, yeah, <laughs> disaster. Uh, Captain Pick of KDB yielded just four points versus the 30 of triple captain favourite Haaland. That is 30 that's been tripled up. Um, well, the incoming City defender, Nathan Ake, who replaced the injured Trent Alexander-Arnold, managed... Two points after being benched for City's clean sheet versus Brentford. Now, talking of being benched, was there better news from our bench picks? The simple answer is no. Uh, we managed to park Solanke's 12 points on the bench, sticking to our form of recent weeks. So, Jules, how many points have we now lost out on with, with our bench? And I hate to heart ask, just how badly did we do versus the benchmark this week? Oh my lord! I mean, God! I mean, we—you'd be selling us, wouldn't you? Really? I mean, if, if anyone owned us, <laughs> this, is, this is outflows territory. Oh, we, we, yeah. I mean, you could argue that you know it's—it's it's, it's always those sort of we, you know, we're so we're so committed to what we do that people who bought us for the commitment of what we do would be buying us because it's about to turn from the fourth. But you know, I, I think that might be putting a gloss on it. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was just. I, I mean, there are the sources that could help us with this, how, you know, Mariana Trench plumbing low we've sunk. But um, let's have a look. Uh, on the bright side, we've got our goalkeeper right, Martinez 3 and Veneto 2. Um, and we got our, our fullbacks right, Gabriel 6, Arcade, which is one game. We should have picked, I got the wrong, we got the wrong one. We should have done a Kanji, but there you go. Got two points. Doughty, um, well, on the bright side, he got subbed off last night, so he didn't end up on the minus score, which he would have done if he'd been on the pitch for that Liverpool fourth goal. So, you know, small mercies. Um, Estu got his usual point on the bench, and Porro was injured, as we knew. Uh, the midfield, 
which has been okay for us in the past was atrocious. Richarlison too gross. Sort of gross has just been really good for us the last few weeks. Actually, he's a he's a bright spot. Eight points. Uh, Foden got the five. Um, yeah, that has so many shots on goal over the two over the two games, but just the five points. De Bruyne didn't play because of apparently a niggle in his um, hamstring, according to Pep. So he got doubled up from two to four. Jota went off in the first half after that bright start against in the first of the two Liverpool matches. I went off and joined or oh, Salah on the injury. Nunes. Trend all, I mean, gosh, it was walking wounded of Liverpool. And then up front, Tony, uh, seven points, well played, mate. And Hoyland, uh, we did get that right with 13. Uh, but we didn't get Solanke right on 12 against the poorest Newcastle. And maybe we need to revisit our views on Newcastle's defence. So, yeah, just the 15 on the bench this time. Um, it, I think it's, um, well, I mean, we'll, we're actually going to have a little bit of a portfolio review of the last order, you know, a, a, a sort of an update over the last eight or nine weeks. So we can save how horrible that was. But um, the benchmark team scored significantly more. I, I joked yesterday, I was sorry, last episode, that having two weeks ago, um, we, we'd underperformed the benchmark by 30 points. And then last week, we underperformed the benchmark by 29 points. So I, I, I laughed and said, oh, maybe we're due to underperform by 28 points. Um, I was wrong. Uh, we underperformed by 27 points. So, um, you know, for, there is still a pattern there, um, uh, a Fibonacci number of sorts. So, yeah, what, what, how did the benchmark team? Again, it was another, not a bad time to be on the benchmark. Uh, Ariola three points. Uh, Trippier, one. Saliba, six. And then he's stupid and one, not much from the back as usual. Uh, Saka, he did well, 15 points. Palmer, two points. De Bruyne, two points. Foden, five points. And uh, Jota, uh, four. We had the five-man midfield. And then up front, uh, we did triple captain the Haaland. I figured that would be on the benchmark. I figured that was the right thing to do because it was a record triple captain. It seemed the right way of looking at things. So he got his 30 points. Watkins got his 13 and on the bench, zero from Turner, zero from Poro, two from Gusto, and zero from Archer. So it was uh, 82 points uh, against the on the bench bar versus our 55. Just, just awful. Um, and I'm sure we'll see another. Who did the only new entry in that bench bar was Jota, who of course I'm sure will be heading out pretty soon now. Um, but yes, it, it, it's not been good. Um, I suppose making things look better. I, I could talk about how things have gone over the last. Um, nine weeks, um, if you like. Uh, uh, let's see, what do we... Game week 17, we started on um, uh, 3.2 million. We worked our way up by game week 22 to 1.8 million. And then it's been a free fall down to uh, just shy of 3 million over the last three red arrows. Um, points benched in the last... in the, Over this entire nine weeks of review, uh, we benched 110 points of which in the last four weeks, 84 have been in the last, last four game weeks. We've benched 84 points, including Foden for 120 points. So we've averaged 21 points on the bench the last four weeks. Um, and what can we say? Uh, who would have been our best uh, average returns? Pickford for his two... Uh, we, we picked him for the two before the wild card. He had four points for over to, uh, as an average. In defence, Gabriel has done brilliantly, 7.2. Trent was doing great um, for us, uh, 5.3 average return. De Bruyne up until this week, you know, was the reason we captained him, 8.6. Son, 7.5. Gross, 6.8 per match. Some more, some decent ones there. And up front, Hoyland has been great, 10.6. Alvarez, 7.8. 
Solanke 7.6. Just amazing. Equally, unfortunately, we've left seven points a game of uh, whenever we bench Martinez. We've left uh, Gabriel about four and a half points on the bench. We've left Doughty four and a half points on the bench. Our, our average of leaving Foden on the bench, as I say, was that 20 points. Uh, Hoyland, we've averaged five and a half on the bench. And Solanke, seven points on the bench. Um, there were a couple of obvious things here. Think harder about our bench would be one to, 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 to take from that. Um, beyond and and you know, uh, but otherwise, you know, we've used more players, but that's what we've used. I think we used 27 in each of the first two um quintiles of this season. This time we used 33, but that's because of the wild card. So, yeah. um, look, I'd, I would say the only way is up, but we still got another 7,000 or 7 million places to fall. <laughs> well, look, let's uh, let, let, hear that I'm going to bring in um, my uh, chat with Ryan because, you know, um, as, as, you, as you'll see in the chat, I think he's taken on board some of our advice and weirdly enough, he's, he's actually done he's actually done quite well out of it. Um, so, yeah, as I say, I used a recent opportunity of having Ryan coming into the studio to catch up on how he was performing since our last chat, which was back in November, and here's what he had to say. Right, it's been three months, I think, since we had you on as a guest on, on BotNav. Um, how have your has the team have your team's fortunes improved in that time? Well, the good news is things are looking much better. I mean, I think when I came in last time, it felt like a little bit of a therapy session. We needed <laughs> to get some things off my chest and give myself a bit of a talking to to uh, to get the team performing. Um, I'm pleased to say that has worked pretty well. Um, it's really been helped by I think two main factors, which is. Harlem being injured and Salah disappearing for some time to uh, to the African Cup of Nations. And that, I think, has completely changed the game because you've started to get some differential across people's teams and therefore everyone's teams look quite different and therefore the point scoring is different. So by not having those two players, um, we've seen a pickup in performance, which has been great, and a, a couple of more sensible picks uh, not relying on Man United players. I think we talked about Fernandez and Rashford yep. before and uh, been giving those a wide berth. That's definitely helped. And picking up a few players on the fringes, the Solanke at Bournemouth, yep. definitely helped. Uh, and, and a couple of Liverpool players. Nunes has started actually finding where the goal is. That's been a positive. <laughs> uh, Diaz has been uh, supplying a few assists. So, uh, yeah, a few factors that have really contributed to a decent uptick in performance. So how are you thinking sort of going forward? You know, you've, you, you sort of had that catch-up, you know, sort of seeing your sort of rankings. I think ours and Botnav's rankings are quite similar at the moment. I think you might just be slightly ahead of us. Um, Maybe there's a botnav effect on the portfolio for you <laughs> that it's sort of upturned your fortunes. We, we we had a bounce, but it's sort of slid slid recently. But I understand you haven't played. Unlike many players, you haven't played your uh, triple captain. Neither has botnav at the moment. We're maybe thinking of Solanke for his upcoming double. But how are you set for the sort of sort of the, the, the business end of the season? You know, continuing that performance. Yeah, well, strategy's always been about holding back the chips for me. Yep. So triple captains there, free hits there, and. Uh, and the ability to to change change the team uh, wholesale is, is is there. So uh, I've got loads of flexibility as we go into the to the the end of the season. It, I think it's about captains' picks are going to be key. 
uh, from here and momentum and form makes makes such a difference. So yeah, using those using those chips wisely where there's a blank week, where there's double game week, yeah, we we that's the plan now is to really really focus on that. Still think it's key to be differentiated yep. from the competition. If we if my team looks like everyone else, I'm not moving anywhere. Yep. So uh, yeah, the the danger of being mid table mediocrity. Um, I don't want to be there. I'd like to try and move up. So I'm going to have to do something different. Hope it works out. So does that mean you're planning of maybe a bit like Botnav, thinking maybe going hard on the list for the rest of the season? Or, you know, do you think there might be a stage where you bring him back in? Well, I think if I bring him back in, uh, I am probably not going to make any headway because so many people have got him. So I yep. think now the only way to try and climb the table is to leave him out, see what happens. Feels like a very, very Botnav way of thinking, which, which, which <laughs> we like. Well, that's been brilliant. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So, Jules, at least going Harlandless is working for some. Um, I mean, you could say that um, it's working for us because if it's on a one for one, I mean, I know Harland is is probably our Hoyland, and he's been pretty, he's been pretty good. Um, so that's so that's all fine. I mean, it, it is nice that someone's taking taking our advice or at least doing the exact opposite of what we're saying. Or, but but again, I, I maybe doing what we're saying, but not what we're doing. Maybe this is it. Maybe our process isn't as concrete as we as, as we were hoping but yes um through gritted teeth i'm obviously extremely pleased for ryan well look let's let's look, look at this week because there has been <laughs> planning involved it's not it, it, it it's not all bad news and the good news is that it stands is despite the blank which is going to wipe out a lot of teams and force a lot of managers into the free hit this week um we can get 10 players out at the moment now given jotter's knee injury we would have probably been looking at moving him or Poro on this week anyway, as they were the two players in the team that were going to blank. Given his knee injury and no obvious date for him coming back at the moment, he would probably be the most obvious outgoing at the moment. And then if we were to look at the team and 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 who we could bring in, obvious incoming assets would be any Arsenal assets, given the sort of an appealing fixture for them this week. Informed Wolves have got a good-looking fixture versus Sheffield United and then Man United, who, let's just say, with Hoyland and a sort of chat with Justin last week, we might start to be getting our Man United strategy correct. Um, they're at home to Fulham. So, you know, we we, we possibly we will be waking one change, possibly take the minus four. We, we didn't do one last week, take a hit. Um any initial thoughts on uh, on the uh, portfolio, as it were, looking into this week? Yes, I, I think you've touched on a few bits and pieces. I mean, I think uh, it's not looking to Martinez against Forest at home in goal, Gabriel against Newcastle at home, Estupanan if he decides to play as usual ten minutes, but maybe if he does get wins the Deserby lottery, we'll be playing Everton at home. That's no bad thing. And uh, RK, who would be due again, you would think, uh, Bournemouth away. So that's that would be our back three. Uh, Rock yeah. Foden um, away to Bournemouth again. We've got Gross at home to Everton. He's been uh, doing pretty well. And they've only got more people coming back again and again. And you can see in CISOs now, might be coming back for, for Brighton. Uh, De Bruyne, that depends on the hamstring. So that is actually yeah. the one maybe to think about. Um, so yeah. I, I think you, I, I, I think you're, and then, um, then just because we've got Solanke, I think we just play him anyway. Hoyland yeah. um, against Fulham at home and, and Tony uh, away at West Ham. So that's not too bad. So, yes, uh, Jotter is the one. And I think really my the argument would then come, do we 
we would do we wait to see how the chat what the what Pep has to say about De Bruyne if anything because I do think it is the two midfield slots it might be a time to try and get five with you know five midfielders out because it's yeah. I know there's a lot of chat the Arsenal you say Hoyland sorry Hoyland that's rubbish uh, Arsenal would be uh, Odegaard um, we can't we can't get Saka because of our rules but we could get no. Odegaard we could get from Martinelli. Um, because those guys have been doing brilliantly since we sold them both, I noticed. And um, and then on the other hand, the other the, all the chat at the moment is about Neto and uh, Wang for Wolves, mainly because uh, they're playing Sheffield United, who shipped uh, who shipped five. Um, I noticed, but of course, and they are at home to Sheffield United. So it may it may just be that I think what I'd be arguing is is one Arsenal player and one uh, against Newcastle midfield and one um, of the uh, Wolves midfielders, unless we've decided our stock picking was so rubbish, we just pick two, pick both the Wolves midfielders and hope that one of them comes good. But that that would seem to be the, the best way to, to 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 move forward at the moment. But you're right, the, the, you, you're sorry, yes, that one other one, United have got a nice little run coming up. Um, they've yeah. got Fulham at home, that can't be bad. And then um, what else we got coming up there? Yes, okay, not so ideal. The next one. So you got Man City away, but then Everton at home, Sheffield United at home. So I don't know if you were going to be suggesting going back to Bruno, who we never mentioned or never talk about, or Garnacho or or even Rashford. I mean, every time I say one of those names, it just screams trap to me. Okay, I, 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 you know, where, where are we? We're recording this on Wednesday. No. Oh. It's Thursday. They were regarding this on Thursday afternoon, and I've just had a real quick look at you know what's effectively the benchmark at the moment. I'm looking at Scouts team, and it sort of reflects a lot of what you've just been saying there. Neto's made, made, made his bus team for the moment. He's got Saka, Odegaard, and Garnacho in that midfield. And yeah, Garnacho is the one uh, you know in my team. I had been looking at last week. You know, I, you know, I think I made the mistake. It's not just a bot nav. I um I had Solanke much toing and froing from myself this week between Ghana between Palmer and Solanke who to play Palmer got his two points Solanke got his twelve so it's not just the Botnav disease or maybe it's the Botnav starting to sort of rub off on my own sort of stock picking but Garnacho I I did watch that Luton game um and it does look dangerous it's one of these sort of players at the moment that a lot seems to be going through. Um, so yeah, he certainly he looks, was... often looks dangerous to the people sitting behind the goal. I mean, that's the trouble. <laughs> I mean, he just shoots from anywhere. This is the snag. And I, as I say, I mean, I've often bemoaned this, haven't I? That if if if, if Godacher could actually partial a bit more and get it ball to Hoyland, we would be doing a lot better. But yes, there doesn't seem they're, just, they're all so selfish at Man United, with the exception of uh, uh, Hoyland in terms of passing, because they could do manage that a bit more. They would. Probably do okay, but look up. It is definitely one. I did. Yeah, there's going to be a decent score from. You know, this is this is where we're going to have to get our stopping. There will be a decent mid, uh, Wolves midfielder, a decent Arsenal midfielder, and different decent, uh, decent uh, United midfielder. I suspect come the the end of this game week. But whether we've uh, managed to uh, identify who that is uh, is a wholly different matter. That's good. Well, the other option is, you know, to sort of it is. Just looking at their upcoming fixtures, um, you've got with 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 Wolves, you've got Sheffield United, uh, um, then you know which is rated a two fixture difficulty. You've then got Newcastle, which is obviously going to be quite difficult, and then Fulham. So the other option is to maybe go down the um, defence route. And Out Nori is currently in the squad's picks. You know maybe 
banking on a Wolves clean sheet against Sheffield United could be could be a way of going. Um, whether or not yeah, Doughty's I mean, but... run his course, when it, has Doughty run his course? Maybe you've got Poro maybe sort of coming back, but we've got five point four invested in him at the moment. Doughty to out Nori would be a straight four point five to a straight four point five. Um, so you could you could go down a defence route. Um, you you could. I just I would with David Doughty. Um, I know he he went off uh, last night. I think with a with a bit of an injury, but the manager didn't seem too bothered. And if you you know I, if I just feel that uh, game game week twenty eight, and you've got Crystal Palace away and Bournemouth away. Luton don't seem to be too bothered about going away from home. So you've got those two games followed by Forest. Um, mm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'd be rushing to sell Doughty just yet. And he could, no. you know. Um, but yeah, there's it's it, it's whether we have defensive cover or we'll just accept that maybe you know a stupid anarchy shocks us. I think I'd be given that as you say, a lot of people will be struggling to get the full eleven out. I think I'd be concentrating yep. on you know the big points guys uh, going up yep. front and um, at least getting one more midfielder in. But we do need to take a minus four. That is again part of our rules, and we've been a bit naughty. I know just the last two weeks, I don't think we've taken it, so we do need to um, suck up our uh, our, uh, our points. I, no, I know we took we took one last week. Um, I just for some reason I can't bring it up. Hang on. So we took the one transfer last week, which obviously didn't. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure we took either. minus two of the week before. Oh no, one, no, one. Just, okay, so, so yeah, we, we do we run one three. So we do need to take a hit this week. Yeah, we definitely need to take a hit. I mean, obviously, we can manufacture a hit. We finally worked out that actually, what we need to do to manufacture a hit is to take out you know, De Bruyne and bring back De Bruyne, but that's not, maybe there might be more creative ways of doing it. I think, um, you know, it'll all be part of the fun discussion on uh, on, on Friday afternoon or, or, or Saturday morning. But uh, yeah, I, th- I think we, we just try and, th- these are going to be quite punty and then we'll probably take a minus four. Um, well, we, you know, we'd start having to look towards the, um, 29 as well, blank 29. I, there's, there's lots of, I, I quite like this part of the season, you know, there's just a little bit of planning ahead, uh, which is, of course, For those who aren't carefully, yeah, for those who aren't carefully playing in ahead at Jules at the moment, and I'm probably counting myself in that just at the moment, the next, so we've got the blank this week. Um, we've got a blank in 29. I can't remember who's not playing in 29. And have we got any more double, have we got any doubles coming up that we need? There's to a du- double about? is 28, which is the, is the I suspect, could 28 the double when you would probably captain Solanke, triple captain Solanke, I think is, is yep. the current theory, because uh, he's, he's what, he's got Luton and Sheffield at home, um, I think. Yep. 29 is the FA Cup, so we'll know more about that in a couple of weeks' time. Um, at the moment, there's only three games. The, if you follow the bookies, there'll be four games on. A lot of people will be taking free hits in 29, uh, but there might be a way through it. I mean, for example, if Leeds happen to beat Chelsea, then all of a sudden Arsenal Chelsea comes on and, you know, the, the things open up. Um, but otherwise, as ever, the big doubles tend to be 34 and 37 um, are the ones to watch out for there. And, you know, classic play is, is the old um, wild card one week, bench boost the next week. Um, and in, in time for, for, for a decent double. We'll see how we go. Uh, but that, that would be the theory. Have we ever had a game week with just three fixtures in before? Uh, no, because there tends to be a shot. I mean, it, it, that's the thing at the moment. It is, uh, there's, there's, I think, what is it? West Ham Villa, for sure, is on. And um, uh, the Burnley, Burnley Brentford, is it? I think that one's definitely on. 
and let's let's see what else going. So Burnley Brentford, um, Fulham Spurs is on, and um, you've got West Ham against Villa. So those are the three. Depending on the, basically it depends on the FA Cup game between Forest and um, uh, Forest and United, I think, because uh, yeah. if Forest were to win that, then you would have United, Sheffield United would come on. And if Forest were to lose that, and I'm sure that won't happen, my friend John, um, then the chances are, assuming City beat Luton, you'd have Luton Forest. So that's where you're looking at a fourth game. Um, and as I say, just, you know, if, if Chelsea, uh, you know, had an off day against Leeds, you know, and Leeds look pretty tasty at the moment, um, then the Arsenal-Chelsea game would be on. So there is definitely scope. The bookies at the moment suggesting only a fourth game, but, you know, you, you, there's, there's enough variance in the world that you think there might be five games, um, five yeah. games or so playing for that one. But uh, we are in the realms of tea leaves and um, entrails at the moment. Well, it's another reason for not probably shipping out, you know, I know he's got the blank this week, but it's another reason for not shipping out Poro at this stage, it's, you know, to keep us keep a couple of the Spurs assets on the book seems to be a good idea, even though I'm not really sure what's happening with our season at the moment. The Spurs yeah. defensive asset doesn't fill me with joy, but he does have assist potential. But, you know, there is a certain element of smugness not <laughs> to take anything away from this week. Not that we're feeling smug about much, but at least we don't have to play our free hit this week. No, uh, no, I, I, you know, it, it, it was what it was. Um, there's, he says wisely, he was, he was in Plato or Socrates or Aristotle that said that in Greek, maybe. Um, but you know, this two shall pass, and he, somebody said that for sure. It's that sort of I think, I think we were always by not playing the triple captain this week, we were always going to underperform by a certain percentage just because you know, of the 30 points that Harlan got. But from a personal perspective, playing. Harland as a as a triple captain hasn't really filled me with joy this week. You know, it, it's kept me with the pack, but it hasn't really done anything materially to change positions in my own leagues. So all of a sudden that Solanke bet in 28 does seem quite exciting. And if that does work out for us, which it probably won't, could could get us back up, you know, this 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 ranking could be a bit of a misdemeanor and we could get back to the sort of back to the lofty rankings of being first quartile if this works out for us. Yeah, no, I, I, the, the, the triple captain, you know, it, we've been spoiled to the past, I think you and I, you know, in the last couple of seasons and some Rashfords and some De Bruyne's and some Salas has all come good in the last few seasons. Equally, previous seasons, you know, people get mentioning, you know, the Sarnades and the Mane uh, triple captains for one point. And wasn't there a time when I think Lewis Dunk had three games and people triple captained him for not very much? So I think this was kind of, this was in the middle of the pack, yeah. the 10 points in Ireland. I mean, literally 27 shots on goal or whatever he had and a sort of expected goals of three, uh, give or take a percentage point. You know, it could have been a lot better, but I think equally it could have been a bit worse. So um, you, you find me in philosophical uh, mode of this one and, and we'll see if we're feeling a bit better next week you never know you never know Jules thanks for your time as ever it's been an absolute pleasure and um, thank you also to Ryan for joining us um, and helping out this week and obviously as always thank you to our listener for uh, for, 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 for sticking with us as we plough through this uh, current minefield of underperformance but um, as ever thank you for listening goodbye goodbye all